0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn podcast broadcasting live from studio 14b i'm your host jay trainer coming at you live over on the website of things at untorn.net on the audio side of things and on the video side of things we're broadcasting live through facebook live and those of you who are on board welcome aboard it's good to be with you guys uh welcome sean welcome jason welcome everett uh welcome olivia notice some people that are signing in on the video side of things today is end it day Uh, meaning bringing awareness to the human trafficking element of what is taking place in our world, the millions upon millions of people that are stuck in that reality, that are trapped, and bringing awareness really to the need of understanding that there's a problem with this. And that's huge. That's vastly important. But tonight, as we look at the series that we've been diving into, Influential Living, we're not just... Uh, looking at the it factor in terms of human trafficking. We're looking tonight in the broad scope of things, what is the it factor that we are attaching ourselves to that is unhealthy in nature to begin with for you and for me. not just looking at human trafficking where others are stuck in in slavery. We're also looking at our own bondages. We're looking at our own uh, slavery and the things that uh, we are tethered to in this world, so welcome aboard. It's good to be with you guys, Becky. I see you signing into the chat room side of things. Uh, Amanda, welcome aboard. Andy, hi. How you doing? Good to be with you guys. I am so excited about tonight's episode because I think is it is vastly important, it is significantly important to be aware of today, the end it day that today is about, but also being aware of the attachments uh, that we are bonded to that ultimately are not honoring to ourselves and what we are designed for or honoring to the Lord God Almighty, which we should ultimately give um, lordship over our lives to to him, to him be the glory. So with that being said, I just want to open up with a a quick question for you. If you want to share something in the comments below, if you want to sign into the chat room over on the audio side of things, please feel free to uh, contribute at any point. And the question is this what are some things that you have felt attached to? What are some things that you have felt um, bonded with that have been unhealthy for you and unhealthy for the growth that you feel like you're designed for, that you feel like you are called for? If you want to share some responses in the, in the comment section below, or if you're on the chat room over on the audio side of things, please feel free to, to share. I know for me, uh, one of the things that I get caught up in is this whole idea of uh, false identity and what people say I I should be, what um, I uh, ascribe to in terms of the different opinions and perspectives of individuals that are out there, instead of truly being plugged into God's reality for, for my life. Now, that's me, so I hold on to people's perspectives, perceptions, uh, more so than what God speaks over my life, and so that's that's an attachment, if you will, that influences my living, and ultimately will influence or and impact other people. And so that's that's my that's my contribution uh, in terms of this this early discussion, uh, this this chat early on. Maybe you want to share in the chat room again or uh, in the comments section. What are some things that you feel like you are? attached to that are holding you back from becoming that which uh, you are designed for, that which you are made to be. As I say in practically every Untorn episode and every time I speak, whether it's up in uh, Rumney, New Hampshire, where I'm going tomorrow, or last week down in Twin Pines in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, or over at Monadnock in New Hampshire, one of these things, one of the sayings, and if you know me, uh, you're going to hear it time and again, you are made for so much more. And you know, as much, as much as I share that, it is sometimes hard to believe it for my own life. And so if I am made for more and you are made for more and I believe that for other people and I believe that there's grace and mercy in that world, in God's world and for, for people, sometimes I don't have it for myself. So one of the thoughts that kind of invades my mindset with this is, do I really believe it for, for myself as much as I believe it for others? Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can understand that perspective. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. So the if factor. What is it that we are ending? It's this big, huge word. that's <laughs> three letters long. It's called sin. Sin is that which divides us and separates us from relationship with God. Now, it's not just in the act of doing it, but it's where your heart is set. It's where the mentality is when we want to kind of do our own thing in spite of what God's reality is uh, for our lives. And that is the compromise that we often will go down when we don't stay plugged into uh, God's reality for each and every one of us. Sarah, welcome aboard. It's good to have you. I noticed that you just signed in. Uh, Steve, welcome aboard, too. Good to have you on board uh, with this broadcast. Hope things are going well for you down in Pennsylvania. So, my friends, this is tonight's untorn topic, end it. The it factor, again, being sin and the attachments of selfishness and pride that influence over our lives to detract us and take us away from all that God has designed us for. I've shared briefly some of my struggle kind of wanting to conform to the opinions of others instead of ultimately being transformed uh, by uh, this drive. And maybe, just maybe, you can relate to that. Maybe, just maybe, you can understand what it means to live a lifestyle of compromise by buying into somebody else's lie or buying into the attachment. So, without further ado, without uh, any more to kind of ramble on with that, If you want to share your story, I, again, encourage you to feel free to do so in the comments section below, Um, but tonight we're focusing again on the reality of what it means to be people that are no longer focused on just not doing sin, ending the sin, but truly being focused on that which should influence us, and that is the design that God has made you and myself for. Let's pray together, and then we're going to dive into an oldie but goodie. It's it's uh, one that I've preached out of before, one that I've shared out of before here on this broadcast, but I think it's important to kind of clarify it again and, and go back over. It's Colossians chapter 3, but with before we go there, before we read it, let's, uh, let's take a moment and pray together as we open our hearts to what God has for us in this untorn session. Let's pray together. God, thanks for the opportunity to be in in this place and to share and do life with people uh, across literally the world, those that will tune in and be part of this broadcast, be part of this podcast. Lord, I pray uh, that this would be a time where you are honored, where you are magnified, where you are glorified. I pray, Lord, that it would be us getting out of your way and abiding, staying attached, to you and and the things that you've designed us for rather than staying attached to the things that are toxic in nature. God today has ended and we want to be aware of this movement of human trafficking that is happening all around the world. Those that are bonded into this slavery and for, for those Lord that, that need peace, Lord, I pray that you'd um, bring peace for those that are advocates and and fighting on behalf of those that are in slavery today. Lord, I pray that you'd give them favor and that they'd be, they'd be able to find those that are trapped and, and bring freedom to them. Release the captives today. And Lord, may we be released from the yoke of or the attachment to that which enslaves us to selfishness and pride and ego instead of being bonded towards the things that truly matter. May you get all the blessing, and may you get all the honor, and, we, and may, again, you get all the glory. I pray this in your name. Amen. My friends, would you open up to, or, or click to, uh, Colossians uh, chapter 3. Again, this is an oldie, but a goodie in terms of how it relates to uh, this idea of ending it. Ending selfishness, ending pride, ending sin, ending that sort of thing in our lives. And again, ending it is not just putting a stop to something. Ending it means going in a different direction. So let's read God's word. This is Colossians chapter 3, starting at verse 5. We're going to read verses 5 through 11, break it down, and then read the second section that's right under that, verses 12 through 17. This is a reading of the word of the Lord. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, covetousness rather, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these, you too once walked and when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. So my friends, tonight we're looking at this whole idea of, again, ending it. And immediately what we see here is the the top three words starting off in our reading tonight is put to death. It doesn't say keep it around on life support. It doesn't say hold fast onto it, uh, keep it around in hibernation mode. It says quit it, end it, put a stop to it, put to death that which is earthly in you. The design and the things that you are made for are more than just uh, what's in front of you, what you can see and the tangibility of this couch that I'm sitting on, or uh, the the very nature of that which uh, can be touched and felt and heard and spoken and listened to, et cetera, etc, cetera, et cetera. You get where I'm coming from with this. Life goes beyond that which is seen, and when we allow that which is earthly or that which is seen only in front of us to dominate and dictate how we will live our lives, then we are not living under the power and the authority of what God has for you and for me. Uh, What we are living under is the control of those situations. The drive for that relationship, the uh, connection with wanting to have the latest fads or the latest gadgetry or whatever the case may be. And... When those things dominate the conversation within our mindset, within our headset, then we are missing out on the opportunity of growing into the newness of life that God has for you and for myself. On account of selfishness and on account of these things, there is going to be judgment. There is going to be this aspect of, of God being jealous of of you and of myself, not, not because of... Um, not because he just does, doesn't like you or not because he doesn't like me, he just doesn't necessarily like the things that we do sometimes. Notice the language here in verse seven it says in these you you once walked, and these these things were once a part of you, but guess what because of freedom in Jesus name, these things aren't belonging to you any longer. they are put off they are put on the sidelines, and they're not meant to be bonded with you any longer put away all these things anger wrath malice slander obscene talk from our mouths the book of james talks about how how our tongues love to make this massive boast this this huge pride ego thing that we we talk a good game but we don't always live up to it because the the heart isn't behind the the speech the heart isn't behind the tongue we put the tongue first instead of truly putting the heart first and aiming in the direction and the trajectory which we are which we ought to live And the neat thing here is the redemptive aspect of these verses is right found in uh, verse 11 this whole idea of uh, there's not Greek or Jew circumcised or uncircumcised barbarian Scythian, slave free but Christ, is all and in all the availability of relationship with Jesus Christ is huge and massive. And you are absolutely right, David, by talking about in the chat room or in the discussion in the comments below how Romans twelve verses one and two talk about this very nature. Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, as verse two talks about but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will be able to test and approve, test and see what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We are talking about ending it. And we're talking about ending that which is earthly inside of you and that which is inside of me. But you can't put an end to it. God has to put an end to it. And by doing so, you say you yield. There's this lovely sign that we have for for traffic signals and signage and directions and and telling us what to do we have the stop sign which oftentimes becomes a rolling stop of sorts for many things many people some people like to joke around and call it stoptional and others like to joke around and say stop signs with white borders are optional well say that to a police officer it's going to get you nowhere quick but this whole idea of yielding it gives you permission to go but it, you are saying when the yield sign comes up, you're saying that the oncoming traffic is more important than your desire to go forward. And if, there's, uh, if there is oncoming traffic, then it's important to yield or else there's going to be an accident because they have the right-of-way. By the way, this cat behind me has practically been in every Facebook Live episode I've done uh, thus far with Untorn. This is trouble, by the way. Trouble. Hey, kitty, cats of untorn <laughs> instead of cats of Instagram. Anyway, squirrel, in this case, it was cat. Uh, we get so focused on our own agenda that we think, oh, we have the right of way. When in fact, we need to yield and say, less of me, less of me, more of him. And the availability of Christ in relationship with With you and for me, it's right there. It's just saying, get into your knees and saying, Lord, here I am. Side note, really cool thing. I'd like to share stories. Can you tell? Um, So here's a story for, for us to look at real quick. Last night, I had the opportunity to go to a local bowling alley here in Spencerport, right in the village where I live. And my old youth group, along with my current youth group, uh, did a combined youth week event. See kids around here in Rochester have off this week, which is pretty radical. It's pretty awesome uh, for kids. They have a week off from school. They call it the midwinter break and kids get to go skiing. They get to go on vacation. Uh, they get this week of automatic snow days and what better way, like 70 degrees outside today. It was awesome. And last night, uh, the youth group of the church that I'm currently going to, uh, Church Radiant, and the youth group of my last church, along with two other youth groups, got together and went bowling at Spencerport Bowling. Then afterwards, they had a pizza party in the side room. Well, that side room was a place typically reserved for those over 21. You get my drift when I'm saying that. And in that side room, they asked me, Jay, would you share a message? Would you uh, challenge our students, and Spencer Port Bowling is literally a mile from my house, and of course, I'm going to say yes to that, and it's the first time I've had the chance to uh, preach and share the gospel in a corporate way right here in the village. It's pretty awesome, and it happened in that place, uh, and I asked the question, you know, we like to label things, right? We like to label things, well, this is a new commitment, or this is a uh, your born again moment, or this is a moment of recommitment, whatever label you want to put on it, what we're talking about here is leaning into Jesus. And that's what I challenged students with last night. And there were about 50 students or so there with leaders. And while I was there, I just simply challenged them and said, how many of you want to lean into Jesus? Maybe you don't know Jesus and it's time to start leaning into him. It's time to start that relationship with him, inviting him in. Maybe you've leaned into him in the past, but man, you're not you're not depending on him any longer. You're depending on your own vices, your own ways. And Jesus declares, come on home. And some people have been living that way in such a way that's honoring and, and positive and they have a good relationship with God. And sometimes they just need that reminder, or that refresher. So there was that challenge too. Point being, I love sharing the story. I love what happened last night. Nearly half the kids, to two thirds of the kids, raised their hands. It was awesome. In that challenge of of are you ready to go deeper? But it comes back to this: Am I willing to say I'm I'm done with sin? I want it gone. I want it eradicated. I don't want it to be part of my world and part of me any longer. Jesus, when you come, I yield. I come out with my hands up. I yield to your right of way because you know what's up. Again, something to think about. Verses 12 through 17 of Colossians 3 reads as follows. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all these things put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness. In your hearts to God, whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So just like we saw in the first part, put to death, now it says put on then. So now something new needs to occupy that space, that place where where there was an ending of something. You're starting a new chapter focused on something that's brand new. Above all these things, put on love. If you don't know what else to put on, compassionate hearts, if you don't know, put on meekness and humility and patience and kindness, all these things, then at least, at least put on love. Because love will bind everything perfectly in harmony. You don't have to worry about anything else when you're putting on love. And I know it's hard. Sometimes the situation calls for us to not love, On the unlovely moments in life. I get it. I've been down that road. I know what it's like. But what it comes back to is. Allowing the word of Christ. His opinion. To dwell richly within. So that we are teaching and admonishing one another. Encouraging one another. In all of his wisdom. In all of his glory. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs honoring God through music and and worship, not just worship as in like the music part of worship, but worship through our attitudes of surrender and yielding and allow thankfulness to sink into our hearts. And again, to quote verse 17, and whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And that, my friends, truly wraps up this time of Untorn. And as I like to say in every broadcast, and that, my friends, is is tonight's Untorn. I mean, you think about it. End it. End the old ways. Do a 180. Not in your own power, not in your own strength, but under the Holy Spirit's leading. And start focusing on a different direction within your life. Have a new trajectory have a new plan because ultimately we need to be about not ourselves and the selfish nature that dwells within not the ego or the pride we need to put that on the back burner say God would you come and it comes through yielding and honoring him in all that we say and do and that's the point of tonight's on 20. well thank you for tuning in thank you for being part of this broadcast we went a little bit early tonight, uh, just so I could have some family time. If you want to catch the entirety of this broadcast, it will be available up on our website, Untorn U N T O R N dot net, or uh, you can uh, or you can certainly check it out here on Facebook Live. Those of you that are watching on Facebook Live, please feel free to stick around for a few moments. We will be. Uh, taking some prayer requests, taking some time to pray for one another. Uh, but again, thank you for being part of this. Thanks for being part of this community. Thanks for being part of this time, making some time to, to stop and, and pause and focus in on maybe a, a life lesson or two that may be applicable to where you are at. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. If you are interested in financially partnering with Infusion, please feel free to go up onto our website on torn.net jtrainer.org or infusion.org click on the menu bar and feel free to click on donate and by donating to infusion you will be receiving a special uh, gift from us to you a follow up devotional uh, each month or each week rather of each month uh, that relates to this topic of influential living don't be influenced by selfishness don't be influenced by pride you are made for more be influenced be under his influence as you Grow into his reality. God bless you, my friends. We'll see you next time right here on Untorn from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, saying so long for now right here on Untorn.net. See you next Thursday as we broadcast live from Studio 14B. This is Jay, Tra- Jay Trainer signing off, uh, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. God bless you, my friends. With the rhinestone dog collar, between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200-square-foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed-rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed-rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A., Equal Housing Lender, NMLSR ID 399801. Hey, you, with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200-square-foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed-rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed-rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A., Equal Housing Lender, NMLSR ID 399801.